0: This episode of the Eggology Club podcast is sponsored by Freeze My Eggs app. Have you heard about the new app everybody in the fertility world is buzzing about? It's all about Freeze My Eggs app. This app is a new decision aid tool for women who are interested in freezing their eggs for personal or medical reasons. Inside the Freeze My Eggs app, you'll find essential information about the science of egg freezing. You'll get a calculator to estimate your success rates to analyze whether you are leaning toward or away from egg freezing. Download the Freeze My Eggs app For free from the App Store or Google Play, no login or registration is required to use. Check out the website, freezemyeggs.me, F-R-Z-M-Y-E-G-G-S dot M-E. Search the app, Freeze My Eggs, F-R-Z-M-Y-E-G-G-S. This is Ecology Club podcast number 15, Chill. Welcome to the club, the Eggology Club. This podcast is redefining the modern day journey to parenthood. You're invited to join us as we share empowering real life stories and change the conversation around family planning. Let's navigate this journey together. Make sure to follow us at eggologyclub.com. And now meet your new BFF and fertility host, Valerie Landis.
1: Hey, Eggology Clubbers. This is your host, Valerie Landis. I am thrilled that you're able to join us today. Please reach out to us. We have a toll-free number, 978-EGG-CLUB. That's 978-344-2582. Or you can email us at eggologyclub at gmail.com. All of our social media accounts are at Eggology Club. So please check us out there and give us a like or a follow. We are on the mission to find other cool egg freezers that are doing unique things in the space. So if you know of somebody, feel free to nominate them. And one lucky egg freezer will get mentioned on the show. Now, don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. I know, I know, everybody asks this, but it's super important in the world of podcasting and really helps new people find the show. As many of you already know, I froze my eggs again. Yep, that's right. For the second time, I froze my eggs. It was quite a trip. I froze back in 2015. That was the first time I I decided to egg freeze. And I got 17 eggs back then. Um, I was 33 years old. Kind of just a little bit of history about my backstory. You know, to freeze again, a lot of people, you know, kind of mentioned, well, didn't you already do that? And yeah, I did. But I am giving myself the best options for a chance of pregnancy and a chance to become a mother someday, so I decided to take the leap of faith and freeze again, even though I got pretty good results at 33. So this past November, 2017, I knew what to expect. So it wasn't like an emotional as emotional egg freezing experience was, but it was definitely taxing. Um, I had to make a lot of sacrifices. I started my meds like at the end of October. And that for me is one of my big industry meetings within fertility, the ASRM meeting. And so I was traveling. I was like, Oh my gosh, how was this going to work? I have, you know, hormone shots, medications, I got to get on the plane, I got to have ice packs. It took some organization and some really like, you know, due diligence on my part to make sure that I had all the right tools and equipment and everything that was going to work out. This time, it gave me the opportunity to record my journey. It was nice going through it again the second time because I wasn't nervous about that first shot. I wasn't, you know, have that anxiety of what am I going to go through? You know, for the most part, it went relatively fast. I was pretty busy during the two weeks of hormones. I did stem really slow this time, which was a little frustrating. I definitely could tell. Those two years that had gone by played a factor. Not to dive too long into my my own fertility story, because you'll see all of this in the the video documentary that I'm currently editing. I have to say, one of my inspirations for doing the recording in the first place is our guest today, Jennifer Frappier. Jenny and I have been friends the last three years. Jenny was my first interview on experience.com. The first person to be like, sure, no problem, I'll be on camera and say my real name. When I started experience.com a little over three years ago, I had a really hard time getting anyone to agree to be on camera and say their first and last name. Jenny was fantastic. I can't even express to you back in 2015 how hard this was to get somebody to coordinate schedules, get Skype accounts connected and record an interview. Well Jenny was the perfect first interview. Over that time we really built this friendship, this kenyardship that when I would be in the LA area for work or meetings or anything like that I'd always hit her up and see if we could hang out. On several occasions we did and it was fun to keep up with every little stage of her life shifting and changing and watch her get her film out to these movie events, these film festivals, but also to watch her, her personal life blossom as well. Let's take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsors.
2: You've heard of Louis, right? Wait, you haven't. Louis is revolutionary. It's new chemical-free protection and contraception that's better than a condom. Women and men are loving Louis because they can get ready before things get hot. That means no interruptions and no awkward moments. Never ask your partner to put on a condom again. Just Louis and you're protected for up to eight hours. Isn't it time to try something better? Use promo code eggclub for 10% off at checkout. To learn more, visit GetLouie.com. That's G-E-T-L-U-W-I.com. Louis, let us wear it.
1: And we're back. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Let's dive into today's interview with Jenny. Well, hi, Jenny. Thanks for talking. Can you tell us how your journey with egg freezing started? Well, uh, it all started
3: because I was going through like a serious crisis in my life. Okay. Um, I I was going to therapy. I just ended a three-year relationship of someone that I I thought we were going to get married, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended that relationship, and I was kind of in panic mode because it wasn't where I expected that I was going to be at the age of 35. Okay. And I was freaking out about that. You know, when I was a kid, I imagined my life a certain way, and that wasn't exactly happening, <laughs> And I didn't know how to deal with that. I was feeling behind, like the majority of my friends are married and have not one, not two, three plus children. And, you know, I to- I chose a different path, which is understandable that I would, I guess you could say feel behind. But once you start comparing yourself to other people's lives is <laughs> when the <Dangerous> downward spiral <laughs> yeah. slope, what if I'm still where I am in five years, you know, all of these what if scenarios that really don't do us any good to Mm -hmm. think about and panic about. Mm -hmm. So um, we were just talking about that in most of my therapy sessions. And my therapist said, have you ever heard of egg freezing? And I was like, no, I haven't. And she was like, well, you know, you should go home and just read about it. So when I started to read about it, I was
1: like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. Did you find a lot of resources online or what resources were like your key go-to?
3: You know, I didn't really find that many. I mean, egg insurance was the first one that I found. I wanted to know, you know, as much as possible about egg freezing. Yeah. I probably spent a good two and a half to three weeks Googling everything possible about egg freezing. But I noticed if women told their story, they were embarrassed or felt some kind of shame for choosing to do that or You know, being in their mid-30s and not having a partner, I just felt like, why wouldn't I do this? Right now, I'm at a place in my life where I can afford to do it. If it was 10 years previous, I wouldn't have been able to afford to do it, but I probably still would have wanted to do it. Um, And I just felt like that if I didn't do it, that I would regret it. So at first, I wasn't going to tell anyone. I was kind of like, oh, well, people don't know. It's a very personal decision, you know. And then I was talking to my best friend, and he was like, you know, Jenny, you're not the only person. You're not going to be, like, you're not alone in this. And when I thought about that, I thought about the real reason I was being silent about it is really because of my ego, not anything else. And I felt like that there was power in sharing my story. So I said, well, I'm gonna blog about about it. And then I said, oh, I'll do video logs. And then I said, oh, well, if I'm gonna do video logs, then I'm just gonna make a documentary. And I really had no idea what I was saying when I said that. You're right. But it's been like a super awesome journey. So that's how my documentary Chill started think it's really important for women to see someone that's gone through it. Yep. Um, to notice that like, I'm alive, I'm okay. I didn't like embarrassment or anything like that by sharing my story Mm -hmm. and that, so they can literally see me doing my shot for the first time. Wow. You know, great. So I
1: really think that that kind of stuff is important. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. How did you feel when you were stimulated and how many eggs did you get? I actually started
3: the process three times the first time. So I was starting the process and my grandfather was like really sick. Mm. And, um, it was like, you can start next week, but I wasn't sure that I should go back to the East coast to visit him. Like I wasn't sure if he was sick and I still had time to visit him. So I just, I did, you know, I got all my training for my shots and everything like that. Basically the day before I was supposed to start, I just was so stressed and I just broke down that the nurse was like, look, what would your grandfather want you to do? Hmm. And I said, okay, I think that for me, it felt like I needed to go see him because I felt like it might be the last time I saw him. So I decided not to go through the cycle at that point. Plus my body was super stressed so, like, I didn't actually have as many follicles as, as I was having previously. It's interesting how delicate our bodies are and the amount of things like stress or caffeine or whatever, not enough sleep, can really affect your everyday your life. body. Yeah. Right. And, and I, the outcome of a cycle. Right. And, you know, I know this stuff in my head, mm-hmm. but because it, I didn't have to, like, worry or care about it before – it didn't necessarily click to me until these moments right you know right so i decided not to start okay. and i went to virginia to visit my grandfather okay which was an awesome visit and when i walked into the room because he was actually staying at a um like an assisted living place uh, at the time and it was like a rehab center i walked into the room and I wish I would have had my camera rolling at that time because he goes, his face lit up and he was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) And I looked at him and I started laughing and I looked at my grandma and she said, what did he say? And I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to repeat it. That's awesome. <laughs> but he was really, yeah, he was really excited to see me. And, Aww. you know, I got to spend time with him and I was, I was glad that I did because I knew when I walked out of those doors, that visit, that that really was going to be the last time I saw him. And it, it was the last time I saw him. Mm. So I was very grateful that I made the decision to see him you know and when i came back from all of that uh i my body reset and i started the process and 3 days into the process i had this like monster follicle which i didn't even know was a possibility i just thought like oh piece of cake i'm going to freeze my eggs yeah right um <laughs> but because of- our bodies are so delicate. I had this one follicle that was like a monster. I was calling it the monster follicle. It was hogging of the hormones, mm. and the doctor was like, "You know, don't freak out about this. This can happen. But the whole point is for you to get as many eggs as possible. Right? This is not going to allow the other follicles to get the hormones they and to need to grow to right? To grow and have the egg. So it makes the most sense for you not to do this right now. Okay, We're so going to stopped stop that cycle. start over. Oh wow. Right. And I was like trying not to freak out about it, but Were of course sad? I knew I was a little sad, but I also felt like, well if I'm not going to get, you know, if I'm going to get like two eggs, then I don't want to do What's it either. Point? I'm not going to spend all this money for Mm-mm. two eggs when I know that I can get more, you right, know. Right. So I waited another month and I started. And this time around, like, you know, everything was smooth. Mm. And and, um, I believe day nine is when I took my trigger shot. Wow. And it was either nine or ten. Yep. And then, um, you know, I didn't really have that many side effects. I remember the first day being very euphoric. And I was like, whoa, is this what people feel like when they're like having all these hormones or on drugs or something? I remember being super euphoric. And then I would say like by day four, I remember like feeling really full, like Mm -hmm. after a Thanksgiving dinner full and my ovaries kind of starting to ache. Ache, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what they meant because I, at one point, I was like, well, when am I going to feel something? You know, oh. when is this going
1: to start? <laughs> like, because like being pregnant really, for three months. You're, am I really pregnant? <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> I was like, all right, well, this seems easy. So um, once I started feeling like that aching, that's when I was like, okay, this is now I, this is actually happening. Right. So it felt it more real to you. Yeah, it definitely felt more real. I think every day, too, that I was doing my shots, I was doing a, a video log. Mm. and uh, keeping you know a track of that so there was also some emotions that i remember feeling you know if i was angry about something it wasn't like i felt angry it was like i felt rage so, so i it was remember my level yeah i remember a lot of my feelings being magnified and thinking like wow this isn't how i normally react to things i definitely remember that I did get a few headaches. Um, Mm. I get migraines and I didn't get any migraines, which I was really glad about because I thought that was going to be an issue. Yeah. But I feel like I had a really easy time. Um, I wasn't very uncomfortable. Uh, It just seemed like, like, okay, this is happening. Right. And then when I went in to have them retrieves, you know, I brought a friend with me and Part of the thing that was a little weird was obviously because I had a camera following me the whole time. So, you know, going, coming out in my mushroom hat and my gown and everything and being in front of the camera was an interesting (laughs) process. I guess I didn't realize like how vulnerable and raw that really is. And until I started watching myself, because I didn't watch anything until everything was done. And, you know, when I woke up from the retrieval, to live it is one thing, but then to watch it and see yourself like waking up and how you act and what you're saying, it was pretty hilarious. Was it
1: comical? uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, there were some points that were very comical. So (laughs) it was, I don't know, it's just cool to see because, you know, you experience it and feel it, but you don't necessarily remember it. Or know how you actually were exactly cool so that was something I really enjoyed being able to see in the editing room
1: and then how many eggs did you get this cycle so I got uh
3: 13 eggs and uh that's nine great. of them were mature so awesome. I froze nine that's yeah. great so I did, it. I did it one time I thought mm-hmm. about doing it again and then my mom was like Jenny This is not how you're going to have kids. This is your
1: backup plan. plan. Love it. (laughs) Thank God for moms to put it into perspective. Right. right. (laughs)
3: Yeah. And I really thought about it because I thought like, well, even if I get 10 more eggs, is that going to feel like enough to me? Like, so I just said, you know, I'm going to do this this one time. My goal was 10. I got nine. You know, I'm happy with that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm happy with that. Cause it only awesome. takes one.
1: <laughs> oh my God. It does only take one. Well, is there anything that you would tell women or encourage them based off your experience that are thinking about egg freezing and what they should do?
3: Well, I think the most important thing is to do your research, you know, go with your intuition or your gut. When you see a doctor, like if you mm-hmm. are feeling uneasy about that doctor, don't do it there. You know, um, this is like, this is your body this is part of your possible, you know, future child and you really need to be comfortable in asking questions even if you feel like maybe they're dumb or whatever it is like or that you they're need to a be comfortable question you should just know right like exactly. no question is
1: dumb and did you ever right. feel like that during your med process like i don't know about you but i messed up my meds the first 3 days and mm-hmm. i always felt like oh my god it's 7:30 at night i can't call my nurse like oh that would, i might be bothering her did you ever feel like right. that
3: well i actually i had a one on one like nurse showing me how to do everything so i had a really long like educational class. process yeah so i felt really comfortable doing it and i was able to ask all my questions then I know most people do not get that one-on-one
1: yeah, that's treatment. Rare. My clinic I was know, really big, so yeah, they're getting people turned in and out, right. not just egg freezing, like fertility right. cycles, and this is their last chance, kind exactly. of thing. So, and a lot of times, I know there's like
3: single women and married women, and then with their husbands, and they're all in this room. Yeah, and I think that that's a different experience. I was so grateful that I was able to be, you know, a single person in the room with a nurse. And she's in there talking to me about my egg freezing experience. Right. And I know that most people don't get that. And I felt very lucky to be able to have that. So I think because I was alone and I could jump around and ask any question that Without I needed feeling or feeling weird to, or standing out in yeah, the crowd or. Exactly. It so changed I your did experience. Not, it definitely did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would think that women should definitely you know do their research and um i guess you know there's so many other women out there that are search feeling this like rush of biological clock or wanting to do more in their career before they become a mother the message is for women is like you're not alone right like you are not alone in this i understand that it's hard to talk about and a lot of dreams that we have for ourselves may not be happening in the time frame that we want them yeah. to. And I think that you know times have changed so much yeah. that family doesn't look like it used to look, Mm-mm. and family doesn't happen how it used to happen. Right, I'm just like a mom and a dad, they get married, and mm. you know it's different. Family is defined different, and I and I think motherhood is defined differently also uplift each other and be there for each other so we know that we're not alone in all of this
1: let's just take a minute and pause the conversation here to hear a word from our sponsors
0: from the beginning nest egg fertility has been the groundbreaking leader in providing educational support and services for affordable egg freezing today we have expanded our programs to include international surrogacy egg donation and embryo freezing Nest Egg Fertility remains on the forefront of information and continues to be passionate advocates for all types of intended parents pursuing their dreams of a family. Visit NestEggFertility.com today and use offer code EGGCLUB to access exclusive discounts for Eggology Club listeners.
1: Well, ladies, that was the interview with Jennifer Frappier. Her film, Chill comes out summer 2018. Now, she still might be getting a couple more festivals on the list, and if so, then she won't be publicly releasing the film Chill until after that whole time period's over. But I'm super excited for you to be able to watch the documentary. I got a sneak preview of it, loved it, and it just really resonated with me when I was talking to her about how the stigma that's slowly lifting. So I'm glad to see the shift that's currently happening. I think that one thing that was interesting in the conversation is how she had that goal in her mind about how many eggs she was going to collect. And I kind of had a similar situation. I really had the goal of getting 13 more eggs. I had 17 already banked, and I really wanted to get to 30 you know, the statistic rates for egg freezing is between two and 12% per egg will equal by birth. And so I was thinking like in my head, well, if I got to 30, then that would be the number. And it wasn't until I heard this interview back again, Jenny made a really great point and her mom made a really great point about how, you know, the number that you get, this is your backup plan. And I was reminded about that during my egg freezing journey because the actual number that I got was 12. So it was one less than I wanted to get, just like Jenny had nine eggs that she froze, but she was hoping for 10. For a bigger update about Jenny, I want to just tell you that since this interview, she has gotten engaged and married. And I was so privileged to actually be at her wedding and be a part of their special day. They talked about how she froze her eggs and how that bought her some more time and how she was so fortunate that she was able to meet Ari. I was starting to kind of see the wedding invitations and them coming in the mail and my cousins getting married and, you know, all of these people in my life to move to that next chapter. That can be hard because when you want and desire those things for yourself and it doesn't quite happen hard to have peace in that moment to be okay with where you're at sometimes we just have to chill let life happen and live life the best we can with the choices that we can make today i want you to hear this piece of ari giving his vows to jenny at their wedding to kind of give you an inside perspective of what love could look like and how these wedding vows are really beautiful
2: i am actually saying The woman I constantly high-fived on our first date because I was so nervous that I thought high-fives would be some sort of cool way of breaking the ice. And after about the fifth high-five, I think you told me, you high-five a lot. <laughs> and I don't. It just did. It seemed like the right thing to do. Um, not only were you gorgeous, but you were, you are gorgeous, but uh, you were polite. I spilled sake on my beard and you waited a little while to tell me because you didn't want to embarrass me. Which I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but it was very sweet. Um, uh, originally I asked you to, uh, coffee, I kind of friend-zoned you first, and, uh, and then I asked, well, maybe we could do lunch instead, and then I kind of bumped that to dinner somehow, and that was our first date. And the high-fives led to silly laughter. Silly laughter led to dessert. Dessert led to me asking if I could kiss you. And she said, she said it was okay, but I did it. And that led to, that's been, oh, redacted. Sorry. Uh, but th- this, is, this isn't about storytelling. This is about vows a goal's promises. My connection to you is effortless, and yet I would work a lifetime for it. You don't build my confidence. You show me how to do it. For instance, when I try on a pair of pants and I ask you if they look good, you say, how do they feel? And I say, how do they look? And you say, how do they feel? And I say, how do they look? And I say, "They, look, they don't how do they feel? And I say, they feel terrible. And you're like, okay, don't get them then. And I realize it all makes sense. (laughs) So I vowed to be just as confident as a person as you have taught me to be and to keep that up. I am grateful for that. I vowed to eventually get you to like cats. Not gonna happen. You sometimes break our compromises, but in my favor, we had a deal that I would watch Gilmore Girls if you would watch Battlestar. You have definitely watched way more Battlestar Galactica than we have watched Gilmore Girls, and I do want to know if Lorelai and Luke ever hook up because their chemistry seems pretty cool. <laughs> for all the Gilmore Girl fans out there, <laughs> I didn't know that was that one was in, truth, in all seriousness, it's truth that I vow—truth in telling you how beautiful you are, how smart. And how extraordinary. The main thing is just how strong you are. I vow to be half as strong as you because your strength, mixed with your grace, is one of the millions of reasons of why I'm standing up here with you. And I'll start with number one. <laughs> <generally>. <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, I vow to unintentionally. Give you high fives even when they're not appropriate. I always, about to always be excited to be your partner, your teammate, and your Latin lover because I'm half Argentine. <laughs> it works. I love you. I always will.
1: just tell you, there was not a dry eye in the room at this wedding. We had such a blast. I just want to thank Jenny for allowing me to share this very intimate moment with you all. And I felt like it was such an important piece because it just goes to show what real love can look like and how it can be manifested All those cards kind of came together and pieced together. And so I think it can give us hope that if you feel like you're not in a place that you want to be, that taking steps like egg freezing will help be a stepping stone for you to reach those next goals. Now it is time for the egg club shout out. So I want to give Stephanie Montgomery a quick shout out. She has a Facebook group where she's been posting videos and documenting all of her journey, egg freezing, called Steph's Extravagant Egg Experience. And it's kind of a long title, but if you look up Stephanie Montgomery, you can see how she got very creative with choosing to egg freeze. She didn't have the finances to do it, and She decided to hold a fundraiser, get all of her friends and family together. They helped her raise the money and really just took egg freezing at a whole new level as far as the financial parts concerned. She was on local press in Erie, Pennsylvania. She was on the the news. And I just admire Steph for being so brave and so vulnerable to share her egg freezing story with the world and tell everybody that this is what she was spending the money on. So I think it's kind of a neat way to look at egg freezing from a different perspective. Great job, Steph. As always, you can find us on social media and give us a like or a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or anyone you want to nominate for the egg club shout out. And check us out online at eggologyclub.com. We've added a rewards page for the members to access all the great discounts and products and companies that are going to help make your egg freezing journey easier. I just want to take a brief moment To say thank you to all of our season sponsors, season two would not be possible without all of the dedicated sponsors that have teamed up with community of women that want to unite and empower each other. To make the best choices for our future. And I hope today's episode inspired you to do just that. So if you know somebody that is thinking about egg freezing or has a unique fertility journey, please reach out to us. We'd Love to hear from you, you can call us at any time, no matter what time zone, it's 978-344-2582 or 978 egg club. And if you're calling from a non US number, just add a one to that and you should be able to dial right in. It's just a Google plus number. If you prefer email, we have eggologyclub at gmail.com. Don't forget all of our social media is at eggologyclub. That's all for today. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm your host Valerie and
0: I will see you next time. You've been listening to episode 15 of the Eggology Club podcast, Chill. On our next episode, Elizabeth Higgins-Clark joins the show to explain her motivation factors to write the BuzzFeed article, 12 Reasons I Froze My Eggs Before My 30th Birthday, and learn why she decided to make her egg freezing story public. Today's episode of Eggology Club was hosted by Valerie Landis, with a special thanks to our guest. The show was produced and mixed by Shannon Holly. The theme music is by John Rosso. Cover artwork and logo by Lily Chen. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes, and Contact us at eggologyclub.com. Do you love red wine and coffee, but you care about keeping your teeth white? Then you need to be a diva, a Vino Diva. Vino Diva is a reusable wine aeration straw. It aerates your wine with every sip to make it taste incredible. And it protects your smile from red wine and coffee stains. Search Vino Diva on Amazon today. Every woman has the little black dress. Now, every woman needs the little black straw. Vino Diva. Available now with Amazon Prime.